Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of Jake of All Trades, the podcast show focused on helping millennials make smart choices with their money. I'm your host, Jake Rebus, and every two weeks, I'm interviewing guests and giving my two cents on their unique financial situations. Together, we talk about all those real financial obstacles that many of us encounter and some ways to get past them. On this episode, we are going to be talking about holiday bonuses. Are you lucky enough to receive a holiday bonus? Well, according to a survey in 2016 of 500 U.S. companies, 75% of them planned on giving some amount of a monetary year-end bonus. What was the average amount? It was between like $800 and $1,000. So we're talking about a nice chunk of change to start out the year. But what should you do with it? Before we jump into that, I thought I'd share a survey I found on LinkedIn of the jobs that give workers the biggest holiday bonuses. So uh, for those of us who may be lucky enough to be in investment banking, an investment banking associate took home an average of $100,000 in year-end bonuses last year. So followed by that are surgeons who pocketed about $60,000 in bonuses, radiologists, Uh, with about $47,500 in bonuses. So obviously, the majority of us are not going to fall into those career lines. So let's look at it industry-wide. So in terms of careers, energy and mining in general provided the most lucrative bonuses for all employees, which averaged about $10,000. That was followed by hardware and networking, which gave workers about $9,000 in extra cash at the end of the year. And then software and IT services, which gave about an $8,000 bonus. So that's a pretty nice chunk of change as well. I think most of us probably fall into the average bonus category, which uh, for 2016, the average bonus for professionals in the U.S. was $5,225, which or equates to be about 7 or so percent of the median annual income uh, in the country. So Again, we're talking about anywhere from $1,000 to $5,000 in a bonus. That's a significant chunk of change. And we want to make sure that we're making smart choices with it because that's going to help you guys build wealth for the future. For today's episode, I had the opportunity to visit with a group of architects about their intentions for their bonus money. And here is what they had to say. All right, Edgar. So the question today is if you're fortunate enough to receive a Christmas bonus... What would you like to do with it? I would like to go on vacation. Vacation. Sure. Okay. And then... What that, sh- that or or fix. I have an old Bronco. A really old 82 Ford Bronco. So that'd be cool to fix that up. Nice. One of those two. But what do you think you should do with it? I should probably pay a, a graduate school tuition. That's coming up soon. That's what I should do with it. <laughs> More responsible. Yes, yes. Uh, graduate school is uh, it's, it's expensive, you know. So, but who knows? Maybe I'll just do half and half, you know. <laughs> right. Half for school and half for uh, for a little bit of fun. Cool. All right, Katie. So the question for today's episode is: If you're fortunate enough to receive a Christmas bonus this year, what would you like to do with it? Uh, spend the money on Christmas gifts for our friends and family. That's generous of you. <laughs> now. If you didn't do that, what do you think you should do with it? 
paid out my student loans. Okay. <laughs> awesome. And Kelsey, if you are fortunate enough this year to receive a Christmas bonus, what would you like to do with it? I would like to save it, but I'm in three weddings, so it's going towards all of that. All right. Travel and all yes. that kind of stuff. Okay. And then what do you think you should do with it? I should put it in my savings account or pay off my car with it. All right, Carolina. So if you're fortunate enough to receive a Christmas bonus this year, what would you like to do with it? Okay. So what I would like to do with it, from what my husband and I have already talked about, is we would use it on a trip to Russia. Wow. Yeah. So that's what we would like to do with it. All right. So what should you do with it? Okay. Because we're responsible adults and we incurred a lot of debt this year. We got married back in February. We are going to use it to pay off that debt. Very nice. Yeah. Very prudent. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Katie, if you were fortunate enough to receive a Christmas bonus this year, what would you like to do with it? Um, I usually spend my bonuses on Christmas gifts. That's what I try to aim for. Okay. Sometimes there's a percentage that goes towards me, but <laughs> try to aim for, for Christmas gifts. Okay, and do you think there's anything that you should do with it? Um, realistically, every year I say I'm going to buy Christmas gifts year-long, so that way December comes around and I'm not stressed about it. So if I, if that w were the case and I had that bonus to do whatever, I would definitely put it into savings or paying off my student loan. That's something that I'm really working towards. My goal is to be paid off, uh, be debt-free by December of 2018. Um, and I've paid off, my car's paid off. I'm, I'm really working hard towards being debt-free. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, Chase. So if you're fortunate enough this year to receive a Christmas bonus, what would you like to do with it? I would probably like to go buy some new fishing stuff. All right. And then what do you think you should do with it? I probably should pay off some credit card bills that we have. Probably the best idea. All right, Michael. So today's episode, we're focused on uh, if you are fortunate enough to receive a Christmas bonus this year, mm. what would you like to do with it? Versus what my wife wants me to do with it. Mm. Yes. Uh, one of the great things that I love doing is, unfortunately, it's after uh, Black Friday. So if it slid, that would be great. Because then I can get some, you know, more, I can get more of what I want for the kids as opposed to, I got two kids, by the way. Okay. Uh, more for the kids as opposed to more for me. Uh, but usually it, it ends up being, we, we sort of, for October and partly through no, November, we'll start gauging with the kids what, what kind of gifts that they want. And based on really a little bit of what we have saved and uh, mostly from a Christmas bonus, we'll determine what big gift that they'll get. That's what you want to do with it. Correct. If, from a responsibility standpoint, do what you think there's something you should be doing with it? Yes. We have been talking about going to uh, Florida, to Disney World. And we've always talked about, what's a great time to start saving? It's like, always oh, a good time to start saving. But this is a big chunk. If we didn't use it for our Christmas, for Christmas gifts, it'd be a great sort of nice little chunk to start what the rest of it could be. And so that would be a, the most responsible thing to do is start a nice little chunk to put to that. If I was going to be practical. <laughs> going to be is the word there. Perfect. All right, Jaime. And uh, so if you are fortunate enough this year to receive a Christmas bonus, what would you like to do with it? Um, I think I would like to, you know, go shopping. Uh, that's probably the first thing on my mind I would like to do with it. For anything specific? Uh... 
maybe some shoes perhaps and a couple of shoes uh clothing okay time electronics wise i'm doing fine okay and then on the flip side what do you think you should do with it i think the wisest thing to do would be either to put it on my savings account or maybe invest it where i get some you know you know return interest or something perfect So as you heard, many of the respondents were eager to spend those bonuses on gifts or travel, but when contemplating what should be done with it, there was this sense of guilt. Well, I should probably save it, or I should probably pay down debt. So my initial response is, well, why not do both? So the next section of the show, I want to talk about addressing the concept, the, the bold concept of splitting your bonus into two parts and using some of it in a way that you want to, and then using the rest of it to enhance your wealth. So I know it's a foreign concept, but the first step to all of this is going to be what's called the 80-20 rule. And then after we talk about the 80-20 rule, we're going to go into the Jake of all trades holiday bonus spending plan. I'm going to walk you guys through the process of, of that so you can create your own individual spending plan for your bonus this year. So first step is what is the 80-20 rule? So similar to what we've talked about with budgeting in the past uh, with my 60-40 rule on how you split out your monthly uh, paycheck, this is going to be almost the same concept. So taking your holiday bonus that you receive, you're going to take 80% of that and apply it to the Jake of all trades decision-making tree that we're going to go through. The other 20%, you're free to do whatever you want to do with it, which is awesome and super liberating, right? So I'm going to give you some freedom to do some stuff you want to do, but then the rest of it, we're going to be responsible. So after we take our calculation and we've got our, let's say for, to make this easy, we're going to take a thousand dollar bonus for this example. So let's say that you received a thousand dollar bonus. And 20% of that, or $200, is what you get to spend on whatever you want. So if you want to go to Austin for the weekend, if you want to go to the beach, if you want to buy gifts, like whatever you want to do, just use that $200. The other $800, or 80% of that bonus, should be applied to my decision-making tree. And that's going to help you prioritize what your goals should be for that money. So we're going to start with the first question being, do you have any credit card debt or just high interest debt in general? So when we talk about high interest, it's probably more of like 7% interest rate or higher on, a, on some type of debt. So if you're sitting there with a huge student loan balance and you've got like 5% or 6% interest rate, honestly, $800 is probably not going to make a huge dent. So there's probably better things you could do with it. But if you're just making interest payments every month on a huge credit card balance, $800 can make a significant dent in that. So first question is, do you have credit card debt or high interest debt? If you answer yes, that's going to be the end of your decision tree. You're going to pay off or pay down that high interest debt. If you answer no, then we're going to move on to the next question. The next question is going to be, do you have an emergency fund, which is equal to three or three to six months of your fixed living expenses? So take all of the total of your expenses each month, multiply that out by three or six. If you have that much cash sitting in the bank account, then you answer yes and we get to move on. If you don't have that much in your emergency fund, then I would suggest adding that 80% to your emergency savings. 
So if you answered yes to fully funded emergency savings, then the next question is, have you made contributions to a retirement savings plan? And that could be in a variety of ways. So maybe you have a 401k or a simple IRA plan with your company and you're making regular payroll contributions in there. Well, if you're doing that, you're probably okay. Um, But this also provides you with a little bit of extra cash that you could make an additional retirement contribution. And you could make that contribution into one of my uh, favorite retirement uh, vehicles, which is the Roth IRA. So you're going to be receiving this bonus check. You're going to pay your income taxes on it. Maybe if you've answered uh, no to the, you have no credit card debt and you already have your emergency fund in place, maybe it makes sense to put that $800 into a Roth IRA. And so then you can start investing in after-tax dollars into a retirement account that you can use for the future. And maybe next year for your bonus, you could add more to it. So that question, if you've made contributions to a retirement savings plan, if you've made some, but there's room for you to make more, that could certainly be a great opportunity for you to take your 80% of your bonus and deploy it that way. If you haven't made any retirement savings contributions, I would strongly encourage that you take the 80% and put it into an IRA or a Roth IRA if you don't have access to an employer-sponsored retirement plan through your work. So if you're still with me and you haven't already discovered where your 80% is going, good for you. The last uh, question is going to be, are you saving for a big purchase, like a car or a house or a special vacation, something that requires some regular contributions in order to build up a sufficient nest egg to be able to, to accomplish that goal? So if you answer yes to that, then add, it, add this 80% to uh, that savings plan that you have in place for one of those uh, big purchases. If, however, you don't really have a savings plan for that, well, then now we've come full circle. And that means that you don't have any high interest credit card debt. Your emergency savings is fully funded. You've made some contributions to a retirement savings plan, enough contributions that you're comfortable with it. And you really don't have any other savings strategies or any big ticket items that you're looking to buy in the next couple of years. So add that 80% to your other 20% and take the full 100% and do whatever you want with it. Um, But the important thing with this exercise is that it may be simple-minded, but it's going to force you to think critically through several different phases of your overall financial picture. So we're going to take a look at debt service through the use of paying down credit card debt. We're also going to look at protection by Uh, replenishing an emergency savings. So that's going to help keep you protected in the long run in case something unexpected happens. And then we're looking at retirement savings. So retirement being a long way off, these extra little bonus opportunities are ideal for stocking away money into retirement accounts for long-term purposes because you're not used to having this cash inflow. And so might as well uh, just continue to operate as though you didn't receive it and put it over into your retirement savings if you wanted to. And then the last piece of this, again, just reiterating, is the big purchase that you might be saving for. Those are all the different areas uh, of savings components of your financial life, something that you should consider before you just take that entire bonus and blow it on something. So I'm going to actually give you guys an opportunity to download a copy of my spending plan. It's going to be available at jakes2cents.com. So I highly encourage you to, if you are receiving a bonus this year or if you have already received a bonus, 
I really would encourage you to go to the website and download this exercise. It'll take you five minutes to run through, and it's going to help you feel more secure in your decision on how best to use that new bonus money. Well, guys, that wraps up another episode of Jake of All Trades, where we're talking about Christmas bonuses. So make sure and follow me on social media by searching for at Jake's Two Cents. Check out my blog and website, jakestwocents.com, and download the holiday bonus uh, spending plan from my website as well. Subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts and tell your friends about me. And remember, you are the expert of your own life. And that's my two cents. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network. Member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Fixed insurance products and services offered through CES Insurance Agency. Actual performance and results will vary. These interviews do not constitute a recommendation as to the suitability of any investment for any person or persons having circumstances similar to those portrayed. Consult a financial advisor regarding your specific circumstances.